Coming to you live this morning from the Mushroom Kingdom, WKBAG Studios, Wario K. Rule, Bowser, Andros Gannon. This is Video Games and Comedy Show. I am your host, Chad Muska. And a friendly reminder that the Angry Sun would like to remind you that while he will be arriving in a couple of weeks, it will be wearing sunglasses this time, so don't get confused. Uh, to my left, we have uh, a, a man a man amongst men. Uh, that's not any kind of intro. <laughs> that nor, doesn't mean anything. Nor is it true. Nor is it true. <laughs> uh, uh, one, of the, one of the best men. Of all men. Still not true. <laughs> uh, I would consider you to be like the Thor of the podcast. I'll take... I'm going to just accept that right now. Connor McCabe. How you doing, bud? I'm doing great. It's great to see all five other people in this room. Yes. <laughs> Every person in this room has brought me joy. That's... What a nice thing to say. That was very nice. Yeah. You honey dripper. <laughs> now I'm thinking you're more like the Captain America. Mm-hmm. Who's the nicest one? Maria Hill. Spider-Man, maybe. Maria Hill. <laughs> Very cool. Agent Coulson. You're the Agent Coulson of the group. Cool. And to his left, really got. I'm gonna say you're probably like the Thor of the group. Very much so. Yeah, uh, Michael McCaller. Don't you worry, girly. Uh, when you said Connor was the Thor of the group, I was like, mm, okay. Did I just go from the Thor of the group to not an Avenger? Is that what just happened? Hey, they would. Uh, uh, Nick Fury would tell you that every member of Shield is an Avenger <laughs> in their own right. Nick Fury's a communist. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, to McCaller's left, I would say you are the Ant Man. Oh, that's good. Yeah, you're like the Ant Man of the group. I'll take it. Paul Rudd's one handsome motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> and funny. We're about to kill some arms. <laughs> Stared at me and nodded. That's um, right. Such an Ant Man thing to that do. That would be an Ant Man. And of course, they're me, which everyone would say that I'm more like the Ant-Man. Tony Stark Ant-Man? for sure. <laughs> Tony Stark? You're the Iron Man. Man. I was going to say Ant-Man. Ant-Man again? (laughs) The Louise from Ant-Man. You've famously only seen (laughs) Ant-Man. So the Avengers are two Ant-Mans, Thor, and the normal guy. Yeah, yeah. Man, Thanos doesn't stand a chance. (laughs) I would call us the Ant-Men. Oh. Uh, Boys, how's it going? Very well. How's it? How are you? How's how's everybody feeling now that we're in a post-Endgame world? Real excited. I can read the internet without fear again. That's true. Do you all see the sky outside? Mm -hmm. This is kind of what I thought it would look like. The post end game world. Like it's not sad, but it's not happy. Mm. That's a wow. But there's but there's hope out there. (laughs) Yeah. You know? It's just kind of dusk right now, Mm -hmm. full disclosure, as we record. And so it's just getting a little dark, so But no saturated colors. Right, 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 yeah. Dark gray and light gray. Looks overcast that way. It does look a little overcast. There's it's definitely not vivid. We're definitely not like seeing new colors today. They're definitely seeing drab. Putting up that fog so we don't see the other graphics. I so me and McCaller saw Endgame last night. Have you guys seen it yet? No. Okay, so you guys haven't seen it yet. So we Oh, you haven't? No. Oh no. Yeah. I mean, this uh, that's okay. Nothing we're doing in the today's episode will be spoilery for uh, the Avengers Thank or you. Endgame. Hmm. But I was definitely going to spoil some Avengers of some, some of Endgame. Yeah. Uh, but I will say that it was so much fun going because Jackie, friend of the show, I can say <laughs> at this point, friend of the friend of the show, uh, she she's on the roster. She now. got us yeah. tickets, but that came with free soda and popcorn. Oh my! So like all so we just got a free going to the movies to see this 
film at like si- seven p.m. last night. How, how did that? How? <laughs> because her mom works for a company that like bought out a theater and just had tickets for their clients. I'd say so it wasn't even full. It wasn't even full in that wow. theater. There's something about like canonically being like dressed the part of a moviegoer, like having your popcorn, mm-hmm. having your soda. I never drink soda ever, mm-hmm. but like I had a cherry Coke and yeah. I just sat in my chair and munched a popcorn. When did you see it? Last night with Jeremy. Oh. Yeah. We we saw the me me Jackie Mikey uh Julie her friend Julia and then her sister. That's awesome. Yeah, we got tickets to go. So, it yeah it was amazing. I and it, it seemed like there was just like, I, I don't know. It felt like so chill too. Like mm-hmm. if there we weren't fighting for any for seats with anyone. Uh, there was plenty of seats left in the theater. Uh, we definitely shouldn't have necessarily been there. We were not clients of her mom's company. I'm a client of no company. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, but I, it was very good. And I would say it was just like an endorphin rush from like 6.30 p.m. until like midnight last night. Mm-hmm. And I feel drained. Mm. You know when you party too hard? Or you guys when you know, you know when you do ecstasy? Hearn? Yeah, I know exactly how that goes. <laughs> you know what? You know what? You know what you do? Ecstasy. And you just Hearn is feel, on ecstasy right now. <laughs> you just feel like you, your I'm dopamine receptors high. are like just like dr- like just ring dry. Yeah, I think about it that scientifically when I'm tripping balls. On <laughs> yeah, ecstasy. I'm like, oh, there goes my dopamine. Nope, That's how I feel. Kicking in there. Yeah, but it was great, and we can and we can talk about it spoiler free, uh, <laughs> which is in all in all fairness probably a good thing to do, just because. It might take people a couple of weeks to see it. Anyway. Some toads may may have not seen it yet. Some toads may yeah may have gotten tickets and oops they got it for the wrong day missed the movie or uh, Bowser's company bought out most of the theaters and God. it was just a bunch of dry bones sitting there with popcorn yeah. and cherry sodas. You know what? And I know exactly what theater I would go see it at if I could. Is remember in New Donk City how you go into that theater? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Just yeah. be an eight-bit version of the it's Avengers. At like, it's at the back of the of the level mm-hmm. by Pauline. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. And that's where I'd go. Me too. But uh, <laughs> I'd go to the opera in Final Fantasy VI. Six. Yeah. <laughs> where at least one death will happen yeah. during the, yeah. the course oh, of the film. Perfect. Uh, guys, whatever. What has everyone been playing? Gosh, I feel like I'm I'm fucking up my words today. But I'm just so excited to be sitting here with you guys oh, that boy. it's it's I'm it's I'm getting like that uh, dyslexia of the mouth. Yep. <laughs> uh, that's okay. Uh, Connor, do you want to start? Yeah, sure. What, what have you been up to? Uh, I've been, I've been dibbling. Wow. Gross. <laughs> yeah, you have. No, okay, high Connor's, five. Connor, cut his mic. Uh, high five. I meant to say dabbling. But you are so not the agent dib- Colson of the group anymore. <laughs> you are now the Quicksilver of the group. Ooh, sl- like that's a, an adjacent upgrade. <laughs> I thought you were going to say slut. <laughs> oh, no. Ooh, slut. No, no, no. I meant to say dabbling. I've been dabbling, playing a little bit of um, uh, Diablo 3, mm. which I told you, which uh, was a, a, a video game miracle. I told Yes. Jeremy about it. I don't. I, and a Christmas miracle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll talk about it another time because that's a whole story. What, tell it now. Okay. Um, <laughs> so uh, around Christmas time, there's. So I work at a restaurant that a lot of nice clients come to, and we like take care of people. So at the end of the year, they'll send gifts to the office, usually just to, like the um, restaurant, uh, like just to, just to people. It's very kind. They don't need to do it. Um, but this guy who works for. Um, for a 
company that makes Diablo. Uh, <laughs> sends, Can you not say the company? Yeah, it's I'll say Blizzard. It. Blizzard. Yeah, yeah. The, the, a, a, cl- a guy who comes to the restaurant a lot. Who's re- honestly, well, I've heard the nicest guy to everybody. Um, he works for them. At the end of the year, he sent like seven like Christmas boxes of like Blizzard games. It had like Spyro in it. It had the new a bunch of games. One of them was Diablo on the Switch. Mm-hmm. So someone in the office gave me it as just a just to give it to me. I put the cartridge in. It didn't work. And so I was like, oh, but there's no one I can just ask to return this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, it just kind of like come up empty. Yeah. I got this game for free. It was a gift. I can't send it anywhere. Um, and that was in like December. And then I just tried it this week and the cartridge works. <gasps> I don't know what happened. I tried it a bunch too. Like I did some troubleshooting. Do you can was it an error message that it was throwing, or did just nothing just happen? Wasn't reading it. It was like card cannot be read. Mm. Oh. Um, the first like three times I tried. Uh, so I've just been. I probably played a half hour, forty five minutes. It's pretty fun. Um, I've been playing, dabbling in that. Up playing. to this, up to now, you've played only thirty maybe, maybe minutes. Like in an, the game? maybe an hour now. Okay. I've gone in like one, like the first template, like like the graveyard you go into. Yeah. Because I was, I want, I was wanting to know about that Ganon armor. I, yeah, not a lot to tell <laughs> at the moment. Uh, Do you get it like you right off the bat? Okay. Yeah. And does it look sh- like Ganon? Yeah, it's cool. Okay. Yeah, it's very cool. Right. I should equip it now. Um, but uh, I've been playing MLB the Show a little bit. Which I hear is very good. It is. I really sucked at hitting for a while. I've just figured out there's new. There's a hitting mechanic, um, so I've been using the, this mechanic, mm-hmm. and I'm getting used to it. It's fun. Auto hit. Auto hit. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's where I, I just like... let a game play, <laughs> yeah. and I take credit for the good things. <laughs> the official tagline of MLB The Show is, I hear it's good. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. That's, that's what you funny. say every time it comes that's up. That's funny. Uh and then, but I've mostly been playing. Oh, I beat The Last of Us. Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. We talked a little bit about we it at did. the show we were both at yes. recently. And uh, I was asking you particularly about the last half of the game. Now, you both have played Last of Us, right? Yes. Uh, I haven't finished it. Okay. Mm. Where did you leave off on it? Do you remember? <sighs> Do you care about spoilers for The Last of Us? I think I'm ready to have Last of Us spoiled. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Let's the, spoil the it. The new game's going to be out, like, come out yeah, at some point. Yeah, there was some show Just, just the, snow, like, the snow half of Last yeah. of Us yeah. was, I thought, like... Just so much, so great, and so mm-hmm. much better than the first half of the game to yeah, me. Yeah, I, I think the last two-thirds are actually pretty excellent, but yeah. the first third is a little rough, mm-hmm. and that might be me getting used to playing the game. Mm. Um, also, maybe there, I think there are less like clickers and stuff in the second, yeah, the last yeah, two-thirds, sure. which... Those things are just hard. <laughs> right. And like every zombie story, the people are what we're really yes. afraid yeah. of, right? Oh, for real. But uh, I loved it. It was one of the greatest games I think I've played. I've never, I don't really play games like that. Yeah. So I really, in, it was a new experience for me and it was fun to get used to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I loved it. And the ending. Like what, did your takeaway oh, from the ending. Okay. How did you Actually, I want to talk about this because I didn't look anything up about it. Okay, great. The end of the game. And, and we don't, and uh, do you mind? You have to, you, you have know, to sign the... take my headphones off and close my ears. Okay, great. Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay, cool. His yeah. ears are closing. So, um, okay. <laughs> At the end of the game, when you you meet up with the fireflies mm-hmm. and that, I can't remember the woman's name that she's like, no, you got to keep her here. We got to do these yeah. experiments. But Joel shoots that woman and mm-hmm. then saves Ellie and tells Ellie that that's not what happened. Mm-hmm. So Joel basically made the choice to keep her alive, but like not find a cure at the moment. And tell her to say it didn't work. Which right? is 
so I didn't have any, it's weird. Like I didn't know about that and I didn't have, it wasn't super clear or I was like questioning if I, that's what I saw. Yeah. So I didn't have anyone to talk to about it, yeah. but yeah. Yeah. So I, th- it is what happened. Right. As far as I can remember is basically he just tells her that it didn't work Mm -hmm. and it has this ending that's very, I would call it Coen Brothers-y where it just sort of like hard cuts to black Mm -hmm. after that. And you're like, wow. Yeah. Uh, Joel's a monster, Mm -hmm. I guess. Or at least there is some confusion as to whether or not you think he's a monster. Yeah, he made a choice. He made a a big choice. It's ambiguous uh, in the right way. It's not like you don't have any information. It's like, oh, they give you all the pieces, but now you just kind of have to feel it out. And I don't mind the choice either. It's like, it's just a character choice. Yeah. But it's maybe not one you would have expected. Yeah. Hearn, what did you think of the Last of Us ending? When you, as far as you can remember, I mean, it was yeah, a long time ago. It was, but it, no, I liked the whole and leading up to it, the whole change of pace and tone, mm-hmm. and then yeah, like it's almost a reversal of expectations on you're fighting these zombies and it's just like survival, but then also it flips it on like what is the one survival different than the other? Is it like what's the moral choice behind that idea of that survival? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, it was really interesting, and also. I don't know if you played the DLC or not yet. I decided I was going to come back to it. Me too. And I haven't. And Mm -hmm. it's been two years. (laughs) It's quite enough. And that's like another very humane side of it where there's a different decision in it that kind of also mirrors it a little bit. I won't spoil Mm. it. Okay. So it's worth playing? Yeah, definitely. It's a very interesting, just like, it's almost like half of it's one like level and then the other half is like a different scenario. It's a really interesting Mm. flip on the uh, story of it. (laughs) All right. Cool. McCaller? I'm also playing Horizon Zero Dawn, but we don't have to talk about that. Oh. Yeah, I just started it. but Well, we since you just started it, yeah. we'll save that for next week. Because I feel like exactly. I, I have a lot to talk to you about it. So Horizon Zero Dawn. Also, excellent PS4 choice. I feel like now you it's like you're working through slowly all of the greatest hits. And that's And that's what I wanted to do. And kind of at the last like year yeah. of the PS4's life. Um, although... As we talked about last week, PS5s are backwards compatible, baby. It's like Tuesdays with Mori, but Connor with PS4. Yes, I love it, and I can't wait. Oh, I want you to play Bloodborne, and I want you to play the Uncharted that's on that one, and then God uh, of War, God yeah. of War, Spider Man. Oh, it's gonna be a fun year. 2019 is is uh, the You're the year of Sony. You're Connor specifically, <laughs> and they need a year. Uh, McCaller, what you been playing? Uh, I bit the bullet. Last time I was on the show, I talked about thinking about Final Fantasy VII. I bought that bad boy on Switch. Yeah. I am playing yeah. it exclusively at the gym. That's awesome. It, it played that sound when I bought it. <laughs> uh, it's great. It's like I pop prop it up on the uh, on the treadmill. I have the two Joy Cons in my hand. Once. Per run, I will slap the headphone cord and drop my switch on the treadmill oh. and send it shooting backwards oh, no. behind me. Oh my gosh, that would give me such stress. Oh, my awesome. switch is messed up. It's oh. got like weird blue spots on the screen, so I'm pretty yeah. okay with it. If it gets smashed, I will have an excuse to buy a new mm-hmm. one. I'm also waiting on new switches to be announced. Yeah. Uh, but I'm loving Final Fantasy VII. Cool. I'm surprised by how into it I am. Where are you right now? Because I'm I, I haven't played in about a week, but I was playing through it. Oh too yeah, many yeah. games. There's too many games. Yeah, games happening. I just um, I met Eris. Mm-hmm. I fell into a church. Yep. And me and Eris are running around. Uh, the okay. The recruitment team from Soldier is after her, mm-hmm. and I am not letting them get her but also i'm trying to ditch her yeah <laughs> like, like, just leave me alone but also which chick do i love <laughs> yeah which which of the seven chicks that are obsessed with me do i pick 
I went with Jesse from the beginning. Oh. Um, okay, so uh, you're playing FF7. Where where are you at right now? I just got stuck in one of those like pre-rendered levels where like I couldn't quite uh-huh. tell where I was supposed to go. So just yeah. like thinking, I, I thought I was done with the game, right. honestly. And then I like took it home. I popped it in the dock for a minute and like really explored mm. and found there was like one little plank I could walk mm-hmm. across or some <laughs> bullshit. Oh, I know exactly yeah. what spot you're talking about. Yeah. Because I had to look that up. It's hard. I it's was like literally the, the like street goes up and there's like a little tunnel underneath. Yeah. It. I assumed yeah. I was like, oh, I went here early. I'm not supposed to get through it. Uh-huh. And that's so frustrating. It's not good. Yeah. Yeah. That is the, I would say that like, especially going back to it, that's the biggest problem with those mm-hmm. games is mm-hmm. that you cannot tell a, a, a consumable from the background. <laughs> and it's the same thing with all PS1 games. It's like even Resident Evil's. Like, oh yeah. All, I say even, especially Resident <laughs> Evil's. Anything with pre-rendered backgrounds where you are not part of that, it's like. I was trying really hard to put myself in the mindset of like, I played games with pre-rendered backdrops probably more so than any other video game just because of the sure. Resident Evil series. And like, I was like, I, did I ever have this problem with Resident Evil? And I was trying really hard to like empathize with myself mm-hmm. who first played Resident yeah. Evil and like, what part is a door? What part is a, a way through to a new camera angle? And I think they were probably as bad. Mm-hmm. I think they're yeah. both not good. I have it. one question for you. Do you know, because I didn't, I had to look up the controls to learn this. If you press the minus button, it'll put a little arrow over yes. you and your exits. I did find okay. that, yeah. It, that has saved me, actually it's saved me cool. a few times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And it has the option to like speed everything up and like n- cancel out uh, enemy interactions. Oh, canceling battles mm-hmm. was huge yeah. when I got stuck in that area because yeah. I kept getting into battles. I was like, yeah. I can't imagine playing this game no. <laughs> when it was out. I don't have to imagine it, brother. I lived it. <laughs> Uh, Hearn, what you been playing? Uh, Sachiro mostly. Yeah, I was even doing it. Dirty dog. I was even doing it. God, right. you're a dirty dog. Oh boy. <laughs> Full disclosure, I did come in here completely muddied. Uh, <laughs> and a dog. And a dog. Uh, John to a fight with a wizard earlier today. Uh, but it did not stop me from playing Sachiro today. Um, I did beat. I the big thing of note that I beat were the uh, guardian ape. Oh. Yes, which was and Kelsey was Wait, right. all of them. Yes, how many would you? Guess? <laughs> all right, that's all maybe. All right, there we go. Then I guess, but I I had two different encounters and right. I did like you beat them all. Okay, uh, they even said like immortality destroyed or something. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> ego gone. Revoked. Yes, ego revoked. <laughs> uh, which Kelsey was there for my, when I did the first battle and yeah. it went into its second uh, phase. Which I did not see coming, which was fun. Yeah. Uh, for which one? Because I think the second... Okay. Just just say, what was the right. encounter that surprised you the most? Uh, when, after I cut off his head, he got up and picked up his head and was starting to fight me. <laughs> yes. That was great. Uh, and then you found these, then you found another guardian ape, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, was it not the same one? I thought the implication was that now I actually stabbed the thing that was the centipede of whatever that caused it to be like immortal. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought they were two different ones. I guess guarding two different had areas. his head cut off was my thought. Um, but then, yeah. yeah, the second one was just kind of a loop again, but then he brought in a friend and that was tough. His girlfriend I think. oh it was i think there's some the like weird like implication that, like yeah brown ape mm-hmm. is like yeah. a female ape interesting you're fighting a giant ape and it's so hard and then something that happens is after you fight it after you get one of its health bars down all the way it's like girlfriend comes <laughs> and yeah. fights with you so you're fighting two at the same yes. time those i think those it two were so far my 
the most fun I've had in boss. It was really fun. It was yeah. tough like that second round, but I managed to figure it out. Yeah. And then I uh, dropped through like this little uh, foggy area and I uh, kind of just got there recently. So I'll yeah. see what lies. You're far, ahead. dude. Good. You're pretty far. Good to know. Yeah. It's feeling like I'm getting a hand of it. It's getting pretty far. Yeah, Genichiro, like once you beat him, I swear that game just has like, it gets, it, it's like playing a normal video game after that where it's yeah. just, it's challenging, but not quite ever as you, hard again. You know what the combat system entails, mm-hmm. so you're like, you know, you should be going in with a certain strategy, and that yeah. helped. That makes all the difference. Except Uh-oh. when you get to where yeah. I am in Sekiro, which is at the final boss. Oh boy! I'm I am at a Buddha statue, where you can see the final boss from the Buddha statue. <laughs> it's it ne- it's never gonna happen. I have fought that guy. Uh, so many times hmm. it is never gonna happen i'm just n- i'm not gonna beat it i like and i also don't have time to <laughs> spend eight <laughs> hours you sound wa- like someone wailing. trying to convince themselves they're not in love with somebody yeah. <laughs> well exactly exactly this I, isn't gonna happen. i, I want to beat it but like but like thinking about even turning the game on it, m- it makes me feel bored kind of like mm. i'm just like bored with like trying to figure out how to beat it mm. Um, it's basically a Genichiro fight on top of another fight. So it's like it's like it's like five different boss type battles back to back to back to back. It's like the most insane thing you could ever imagine. I I was kind of like that with uh, Guacamelee too. I got mm-hmm. to the end and they have some like insane challenge levels that are just like I want to do this. Like you mm-hmm. get yeah. to a save point too and stop. And so I'm wondering like are there YouTube videos could you like watch somebody do it and then kind of know the strategy? Yes, you can. And I heard someone talk about it. It's it's kind of like um watching YouTube videos is sort of like if you're like a tennis player like uh getting coached. It'd mm-hmm. be like watching a game yeah. tape of another player you're going to yeah. go fight, right? But you still have to do yeah. it. Mm-hmm. And it's like watching <laughs> it's like watching a game tape from an alien who's better than you in every in every way, and you are gonna never be quite matched mm-hmm. for. Her. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Uh, people beat it. I could probably beat it, but it's just like, also the way the battles laid out, like a fun drag. Like I don't want to give too many spoilers, away, especially to Michael, who is pretty close. Mm-hmm. But like, if the if the boss type was a little bit more entertaining, mm-hmm. I think it'd be different too. But it's like, ugh, I don't know. It's 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 tough, but that game is perfect. I love it. It's great. It's not necessarily anything wrong with the game. It's just, you know, I had so much fun with it, and I'm at this final boss, and it's like, ugh, I don't. It's almost like I don't need that's, to beat it. That's fine. You know? I totally uh, resonate with that. That's how I felt at the end of Earthbound. Yeah, that last boss, you basically have to use one of the characters' abilities that you don't use any other time yeah. in the game, mm-hmm. and you and I was just like, oh. I don't need to turn it on and try to beat it like that again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really didn't. I yeah. was like, I can watch. I watched the video, yeah, and that yeah. was it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I still say that I beat Earthbound. Yes, <laughs> and it sucks too because I actually, I actually did a lot of steps to make sure that I was going to get the best ending of Sekiro. Oh yeah, you were telling me that. Yeah. Mm. So I'm all I have to do is beat him, and I have that mm. good ending waiting for mm-hmm. me. Yeah. Uh, are you playing anything else? Uh, well, me and Kelsey, because after we brought it up in the podcast, we started playing a little bit of Cuphead. Oh, yeah. Which yeah. is its own kind of Sekiro challenge. Yes, it's like study. a 2D Sekiro. Yes, it's yeah. studying bosses, patterns, and just, you know, 
piling it on over and over again until you master it. Yeah. Which I thought I was done with the game, but then she pointed it down me back into it. So I've been going back through it on like expert and stuff and beating the uh, bosses all cow. over again and just doing the end of it again. Have you gotten that game yet, Connor? I'm putting it off. I've uh, There have yeah. been a couple times Switch, this week where yeah. I was like, you know, I'm not really playing anything on the Switch. <laughs> 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 Meanwhile, I have perch- I have like started Diablo and purchased... Fi- I'm in the middle of Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. Like, I have stuff to play. Yeah. Um, but I've... No, not yet. Yeah. I, I got it. I love it. I'm 45% of the way through, so not even halfway through. I'm in the Carnival Land. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's the hardest fucking game. <laughs> it's really bonkers difficult. It's not it's, like the last boss of Sekiro where I do want to keep fighting those bosses. Yeah, but. they're and it's yeah very entertaining visually and uh, like uh, mechanically. And then it does help that like even though you have to master the boss to beat it in those free lives or how memory lives you give yourself, uh, it restarts like anything. Like it's re- you can just repeat it over. That and over is the key to yes. a hard game. Yeah, instantly retry. Yes. Yeah. Celeste had a button you could press, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. a shoulder button to just immediately restart. Uh, Super Meat Boy is, I think, like the mm-hmm. staple for that kind of thing. Yeah. Braid is also great. Anything with time rewinding is great. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. The, the only other thing I've been really playing is uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 1. I've seen that on your uh, now playing fan PlayStation. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, that Jeremy knows. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, getting ready for Avengers mm-hmm. Endgame. I was in a Marvel mood. When did like when is that game from? And like, what are the characters in that one? I actually don't know is exactly like, when it's from. I think it's 2008 or yeah, nine. Like, I was gonna say 2000s was so my. I guess. was gonna say 2000 pre Avengers yeah. franchise, except oh, maybe sure. Iron Man. Mm. It was like right at that point when yeah. things were happening it, it felt because like that game got made because of maybe the success of like an iron man i can mm-hmm. see that one yeah. but definitely like the mcu hadn't been established because no, yeah. it has like spider-man and x-men as yeah. well as iron man and everybody so it was like before yeah. that was like a big deal mm-hmm. it's fucking weird playing as those characters and they're so different than how the mcu yeah conceptualizes them like captain america is a total like he has the old man voice where he's like (laughs) you stop you know and then like iron man is like just a dork like it's not they're not (laughs) they didn't understand who these people were because i think the mcu did a lot for like those characters Mm -hmm. sure fleshing them out uh spider-man is not like a fun kid he's like a prick it's like (laughs) it's it's really interesting um but it's really fun it is a gauntlet legend style top down sort of beat em up beat em up game where you can like with rpg elements where you get like skills that uh upgrade you can get uh outfits for your characters Mm -hmm. like i just unlocked wolverine starts out with his like i'm just in a wife beater and jeans and i had to unlock his like actual costume so that was the yellow one the yellow one yeah i'm excited about uh because i have that i have I bought Ultimate Alliance 1 and 2 like in a package. So I'm excited to beat those two. And then Ultimate Alliance 3 comes out on the Switch oh, wow. at some point uh, hey, this what, year. What is even the genre of that type of game? <laughs> yeah. Because I, I can un- like be- I know it. Up. Like, like Diablo kind of. Yeah. It's like a top it, down. Like you're running around hitting dudes. Like maybe a little less... Um, complicated than diablo like sl- like a slight tick down or is very it- much less complicated than oh, diablo. okay like i don't think you, you don't really have item drops you that- do but they're so like mm-hmm. it's like an accessory like you'll get scorpion's tail and that'll give you like 10 percent more health okay it's like that kind of stuff mm-hmm. but it's it, yeah like 
Yeah, it's just it, it's very simple. It's it's almost feels like yeah. an arcade game, hmm. you know. Cool. Um, but those are fun though. They're yeah, awesome. It's, it's cool. It, it is cool, and it's a lot of fun. And I love the X Men Legends games uh, that were like on the original yeah. Xbox. Right. Those are very like similar. Ultimate Alliance is like X Men Legends three kind yeah. of right. Yes. Like okay. yeah, yeah. I I kind of like the X Men Legends game more because I like x-men more than i like all of marvel and mm-hmm. them focusing on just x-men you got a lot of cool b and c side x-men in there uh well the second x-men legends featured apocalypse as yeah, the main villain yeah. and he's my favorite super villain of all super villains it's a cool game i really mm-hmm. liked mm-hmm. i really like the legends games mm-hmm. um because he can grow giant <laughs> and giant things scare me so much <laughs> let's get into the news all right uh so uh, not a lot in the news uh, this week, so I have a couple of things planned, um, and uh, one of those features uh, uh, Connor McCabe, which we'll get to, which we'll get to later. Uh, but the first thing I will go through is some of the new releases. How about that? Please, huh? yes. sounds about right. Uh, the Konami Arcade Classics Collection came out. Vomit. <laughs> Anybody uh, pick that up or care about that? Or oh, you can play three different kinds of Gradius at once. Well, no. <laughs> then count me out. <laughs> you want to be playing three at once? Uh, a Joy-Con in each hand, <laughs> uh, kicking the pro controller yes. with my foot. <laughs> Just following it around the room, <laughs> pressing the buttons. Uh, that 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 arcade classics collection confounds me. I I like I love buying retro game collections. It's probably my favorite thing. But I I'm like, there's nothing here for me. It's like there's like oh. there's like a, a Castlevania game that's like pre Castlevania one. It's like called Haunted Mansion. I think is the name mm-hmm. of it. Interesting. Uh, which was like before Castlevania one on the NES. They had an arcade version that was, and it's apparently it's just terrible. <laughs> they have games like Twin B. Like a lot of the games you can also get right now on the NES app for the Switch. Oh, yeah. Right. Mm. Uh, like Gradius is already on yeah. there in two different versions. Twin B's on there. Um, I don't know what this is, who this is for. I, I guess I was excited because they announced those three different collections, the Castlevania, the Contra, and the Arcade Classics, mm-hmm. but uh, this one looks like it sucks. And the meta score is like in the 50s for it. So. <laughs> it does feel like a loose, can we yeah. throw this together and will we just make some weird extra cash off it? Yeah, maybe. Uh, not to say that that's what they did, but... I don't. I think what you're saying is like, who is the target for this? Like, yeah. why did they choose to do it? I need Konami to keep going, and that's what's I think frustrating about this is I need them to keep putting out like Silent Hill collections and yes. Metal Gear collections. They need to stay in the game so mm-hmm. they can keep doing that. If they keep failing hard at releasing stuff, they will stop doing it. They've done it before. They went to a completely mobile direction like a couple of years ago, yeah. right? Ah, okay. Mortal Kombat 11. Mm. I, have you guys heard the same things I've heard, I assume, about how much it takes and costs to grind and get everything. It so, does yeah. sound like a microtransaction yes. bit of hell. Yeah. Um, which, you know, sometimes it is just skins, but it's still like, that's pretty crummy for like a 60 dollar new. And it went like $50 on sale. Like it, it went down to 50 like day two. Whoa. Oh, that's good. On PlayStation? Yeah. Like I figured like on digital platforms. And I was... Actually, the day night it came out, we were going over to UCB, and I was, and there was a line outside the GameStop over there for Mortal Kombat 11. Yeah, people are still doing that. Yeah, I they're still lining up at GameStop, so we drove by, and I blared the Mortal Kombat theme song for now. Oh, in solidarity. But you're such a tease. You're a good man. <laughs> dude, you're a good dude. Just I got hold on, I got it loaded up already. Oh, you did. <laughs> oh, not, I caught the Mortal Kombat theme song. 
Uh, but yeah, now that I know about that, I feel for them because yeah, that's kind of just the EA Star Wars fan all over again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To be fair, though, I think this game is really good. I hear it's good. That's I think it's just has that shitty yeah. microtransaction mm-hmm. shit in it. But yes. uh, do, have you guys played any of the other Nether? What are they? Nether Realm? Yeah. yeah. Nether Realm games. Anyone played Mortal Kombat What's Nine? That? I was about X. to say. I played a little bit of uh, X. Yeah. X. It was on Game Pass. Uh, yeah. Did they do versus DC Universe as well? I played that. Well, they, they did Injustice. Yeah. Oh, okay. I haven't played Injustice actually. I don't know if it was the same studio, but they did that Mortal Kombat versus DC. Yeah, game yeah, that's that what I mean. Was terrible, and then yeah, that, that kind of like it. made them realize we if we kept them separate, <laughs> like <they'd laughs> be just, two great games yeah. as opposed to one Batman bad game. shouldn't fight Goro. <sighs> when you put it that way, I want it to happen <laughs> yeah. more than anything. Uh, I love Mortal Kombat. I love those NetherRealm games. I yeah. think they I think they have cornered the market on single player fighting campaigns. Yeah, they did. Like, they drew out some cool stuff there. Like Injustice One and Two are perfect campaigns. They're so fun if you're a DC fan at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, I want Wonder Woman to fight Gorilla Grodd. <laughs> ten out of ten. Yes, I want the Ninja Turtles to fight Hellboy. <laughs> Why not? But like in terms of one-player fighting games, like I loved the Mortal Kombat mythos so much as a yeah. kid, but those fights always feel so inconsequential. I feel like they would do such a great job of giving you just a little bit of cutscene. Like mm-hmm. we see Johnny Cage and Sonya Blade in a helicopter, and the helicopter goes down because Cyrax shot it, yeah. <laughs> and then oh, they have to fight Cyrax. Cyrax. It's yeah. like, okay, I get it. Cool. I understand what we're doing. Yes. I am invested. I am playing as the good guy versus the bad guy. Like, Perfect. This is what I want. My favorite uh, slight spoiler for Mortal Kombat 11, it's not really a spoiler, it's just something that happens in the campaign, is uh, uh, Johnny Cage and Sonya Blade have a, d- a daughter named like Cassie, mm-hmm. and uh, apparently she's climbing the ranks in like the FBI or Special Forces, and uh, she gets to like where she needs to surpass her mom, Sonya Blade, who is at the top, and the only way... <laughs> Is by is fighting fight. her. <laughs> yeah, made sense. That's how they do it, And right? apparently, like, in the fight, like, because it's Mortal Kombat, you can, like, perform all kinds of bone-crushing fatalities, <laughs> like, on your mom. Like, you can, like, summon a Gatlin gun to just pour bullets into your- Sonya Blade's face. And then at the end, she's like, you did it. <laughs> Here's Jeremy, the keys to the special forces. <laughs> this just revealed that you've never been promoted at a job because I this literally is how you it. do it. This is really what you do. You, you have, have to fight, to fight them. them with Gatling guns. Oh my gosh. You have to advocate for yourself with fatalities. <laughs> uh, Days Gone is a new release for the PlayStation 4. I'm excited about it. It sure Gone. is. I haven't yeah. seen anything about it. I keep hearing oh the, like, the way it's being covered. It makes it sound like it's one of those hidden jemmy playstation games yeah i mean uh definitely the more i hear about it the more i'm s- it, it keeps pushing me farther into the conflicted territory of like they're like this motorcycle it, mechanic is awesome also this game is like a uh long i don't know like they, mm. i just i just keep hearing like okay like a negative thing for every like one positive thing about mm. it plus with the last of us two coming out how is this game not just The Last of Us? What what's the difference between these? I have been strange. it's been weird having been playing through that The Last of Us a bunch and seeing trailers for that game because I've thought the same thing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wait, how is this gonna? Maybe I mean maybe it's gonna be different, but yeah. Well, it's also Sony Bend has been working on this game for so many years. It feels like it was one of those like if it had been finished on time and come out a year or two ago, mm-hmm. like. Before Last of Us Two was announced, like right in that sweet spot, yeah. Yeah. Maybe it'll be at someday. 
in the far future, it'll be looked upon as like, man, that's actually a really good different version of The Last mm-hmm. of Us. Yeah. yeah. It yeah. feels dead rising to me. Okay. Like, okay. Capcom had Resident Evil going real strong, and then they go and they make a fun go beat up zombies in a mall game. Mm-hmm. It does yeah. feel more like a okay. gameplay game as opposed to a narrative game. Yeah. That makes sense. I have no idea if that's true. I have not yeah. played or watched any <laughs> gameplay of it. But it's a good idea. Yeah. But I did hear a, uh, a lot of this phrase being thrown around in describing Days Gone, which uh, has led me to, let's just say we're going to pilot test uh, a new <laughs> segment that I came up with, which is called uh, Cliché Video Game Phrases. So basically, I'm going to throw a cliché video game phrase that a lot of games journalists uh, use I at you, this. and then you have to use it in a sentence to describe a game. <laughs> and, and this week's is, uh, boy... That sure is a video game ass video game. <laughs> so uh, I'll go first, just because I'm throwing this on you. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely gonna need it explained. Yeah. Boy, Saints Row the Fourth. That sure is a video game ass video game. I was uh, playing Resident Evil Four, and when a giant A button graphic <laughs> popped up that I had to press to kill a giant fish, I said, "Man, this sure is a video game ass video <laughs> game." <laughs> I get the joke, but I'm having trouble yeah. thinking of one that <laughs> I think would qualify. I would say that the opposite of this is like Uncharted. Like Uncharted is yeah. not a video cinematic. game. It's yeah. more like a movie, a playable mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. Right? So a video game as video game might be more like a, like a fucking... Well, Saints Row the Fourth, I said that one because it's like so cartoony mm-hmm. and like has all these different... Mm-hmm. Oh, you can shoot, blow up, drive a car, do all stuff. Right. Yeah. Red Barrel strikes me as like a video yeah. game ass video game yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe I mean, Master Blaster feels like a video <laughs> game ass <laughs> video game. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah, dude! It is a video game ass video game. Hearn. Oh boy. <laughs> uh, well, just chose in its time of apparel. Um, oh man, Crat Down Free. When I was <laughs> jumping on top of a rooftop and then I got an orb to jump even higher onto higher rooftops, <laughs> I was like, you know, this is a video game. video game. That's great. What a great new segment. Thank yes. you. Thank oh, you. Wow. Yeah, every All week right, I'll, I'll try to bring that a up? cliche phrase that's, to the table oh, so that we can all that's kind of meditate on it. Remind me, I thought of three or four when you initially brought <laughs> oh, up the segment. Yeah. I don't want to tell you on air, but I, yeah, have, yeah, yeah. I have some. No, I, I got a couple and I'm very excited about it. Um, <laughs> so zeitgeisty. <laughs> so zeitgeisty. Great SEO. Okay, yeah. so um, yeah, and then like... Uh, no new Switch. No new Switch. Uh, well, Switch Watch. For now. 2019. For now continues yeah i mean well they 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 said that like the the shittier switch is still coming out right that's uh, that the rumor is that they pushed off the switch xl yeah and baby switch is still on the way nintendo did come out and say that they're not going to announce new hardware at e3 but that's just but which sets that boundary for them that's what they always do they set like a just an immediate boundary but like leave it open-ended after that Mm. like they could still do something maybe in august but also Maybe not at all this year. It's so weird. I don't know why. Like, I never understand the lines of thinking. Like, if I were Microsoft, I would not announce a new Xbox until, like, five months before it was out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because then people stop buying the current Xbox, right? They talk about Project Scorpio, like, a year and a half before it came out. They're like, hey, there's a more powerful Xbox coming. And I was like, great. I'm going to throw mine in the trash. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so angry. Yeah. I, I actually agree with that. It really does, like... 
freeze the market yeah. as soon yeah. as something like that gets announced. Um, it's probably why they aren't saying. Yeah. Yeah, we solved it. Nice. But <laughs> I, I, uh, I've also heard a lot of rumors about like these two switches that like they confirmed that the mini or like whatever the cheaper version of the switch will still be able to be docked. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's still going to be part of it, which makes sense. Somebody uh, on Reddit made a mock-up of a switch mini that looked close to like a two DS, but just like a little long, like a joy con height. Yeah. But like a little thicker and like would flip up like a two DS mm-hmm. XL, mm. I guess. Yeah. And they like, it was, they, they mocked up even a logo. They called it the switch flip. And I was just like, I wanted it. Oh, you My wanted whole it. Heart. It looked so cool. I mean, oh, it's, cool. It sounds kind of cool. Yeah, I, I guess it does sound kind of cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I want the more powerful one. I think there's no, I won't, f- I don't know if it's, I'll find a lot of value in the little one. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Nope. Not, not for me. Me neither. Bigger one, better one, more powerful one. Although people were bringing up like uh, some other great points of like, why does it even need to be more powerful? Like for like, yeah. it would need to be so much more powerful to matter, really. Well, like, I think in the in the years since the Switch has launched, like any incremental updates, like it gets more third party games on there, which yeah. I think is uh, is pretty big. Like when Mortal Kombat 11 came out this week, there, a bunch of people on Reddit were like, "This is not as good as the other versions. It well, costs yeah. the same." Mm-hmm. And so it's like any little like bump. If that, like, the closer we can get to, uh, maybe not Red Dead Redemption 2, but, like, a Red Dead Redemption 1, I don't know if that game runs on the Switch right now. Yeah. It feels like mm-hmm. it should, but it's not there. Like, GTA on the Switch feels like such an obvious yeah. mm. Control-C, Control-V port to make infinite money. Yeah. Uh, At least the old ones, because the old ones are on iPhone, so. Yeah. Rockstar's worked with Nintendo. L.A. Noir's on Switch. Yeah, that's That true. was the thing. L.A. Noir came out right at the beginning, and it was like, oh, this is obviously them figuring out how to work with the Switch so they can put Grand mm-hmm. Theft Auto on it, yeah. and it just didn't happen. So, I don't know. I feel like, even if it's just a slight boost, if that gets them across the finish line of whatever it takes to get the next level of third-party games on there, I'm on board. I think yeah. you're completely right. Thanks, man. You're welcome. So, hey, uh, that's enough uh, of the news for this week. But, hey, what do you guys say we open up Connor's package? (laughs) (laughs) Don't play that music after that intro. Uh, Connor, do you want to kind of just... I'm strutting around like a cowboy right now (laughs) with my uh, my finger in my belt loop. Uh, Michael, would you hit the... Right light switch? What? Either one. Either, either Michael. Michael. Either Michael. Either right yeah, light that's some light. Oh boy. Uh, probably not that one. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, so Connor, maybe describe a little bit of like what we're what we're about to do here. Oh my. Okay, so uh, my my family was in town last weekend. Uh, I'm from Northern California, so it's a driving distance. Um, they had my parents had uh, recently uh, like wanted to get the last of my stuff out of their place, which was very reasonable. I'm a 28-year-old adult man. Thirties, <laughs> uh, very close. And so I, like, uh, they they brought down two crates for me. One was a crate of miscellaneous stuff. The other crate was old video game stuff. So a whole crate to its own. And uh, it was stuff that I hadn't, that I just haven't, ha- never took with me to college because everything I took to college, I took here. Uh, so this is a crate of, a really strange because I looked through it the other night 
it's a really strange amalgamation of just like different stuff. And it, Jeremy was like, we should unbox that for the pod. And yeah. I was like, and I was like, I don't think he's serious. And I was like, oh no, he wants to do it. And I think it's actually going to be fun. It's a good old unboxing, you know, that incredibly visual thing that has hit YouTube like a, like a wildfire. We're going to do it on audio. <laughs> yes, we are. So make sure you shake every tiny item just extra hard so we know exactly what it is. The most fun part about this is going to be me taking stuff out and then like wondering where to put other stuff. Oh, I love it. Oh, yeah. It's so going like, to be fun. We'll, we'll clear some room also, here, but I think, I'll be I think quick. we can do it. I'll be, and there's so much stuff in here, I will be quick with some stuff. Okay, great, great, great. Um, so uh, I guess, yeah, there's some cool stuff in here. So uh, I had a Nintendo uh, Entertainment System growing up, the mm-hmm. original NES, and uh, so this is in this box. Bring so, it out! So the first thing I'll take out is uh, one of the controllers, <laughs> okay. the original NES controllers. Well, you said you were going to do this so fast. We'll just, we I no longer believe you. Yeah. <laughs> one controller. Uh, I also time. have, this is really cool, a, an oh. NES Advantage gamepad. Let me see that. Let yeah, see check that. it out. Oh, it's man. pretty cool. Do you hear that, guys? Uh, this is not... Yeah, do you hear that? It's like it's like a fight yeah. stick. Is that what that's called? Yeah, uh, yeah it's man. This thing that would plug into the uh, Nintendo. You must have had. I used that growing what, what up. What games were this? Was it, was this like that thing is heavy as yeah. I used that for the Ninja Turtle games. I'm sure you oh. had the advantage. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, this is this is just a computer uh, like USB Whoa. controller. I got that just it to play baseball looks like games. Like a, a Mad Cat's PS2 controller. Yeah. That's the shitty one. The good one, I don't know where it is. This uh, thing is like a hybrid. Lot. This this is like if every single video game controller on earth shot yeah. into one mm-hmm. thing. It's like got a Sega Genesis button lineup, oh, sure. two joysticks, a weird Xbox like yeah. D pad, uh, one not two triggers, but like one, one. and they're huge. Those are the biggest oh. button yeah. I've ever seen. It is pretty terrible. No, uh, and then also counts. with oh, it, all your light gun, my light gun. Guys, so the gun, we got a duck you hunt. Can play duck hunt. We duck got a duck hunt. Oh, let's hear this for the uh, culture right now. Oh, that's Dude, just satisfying. Got to make that a sound wave yeah, out of that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I have, of course, all the cables with it. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> There's uh, a couple of at home who's I'll, checking I'll off. I'll go ahead and uh, yeah. pass around my original uh, Look Nintendo at that entertainment system. Nintendo. Look at it. Yeah. yeah. Check that bad boy out. You can still see the stains where Connor tried to put a p- peanut butter and jelly sandwich <laughs> inside. <laughs> it, I wanted to play PB and J. Uh, this is. I'll show this cable because I think it's significant. But this is a Game Boy Link cable that I used to trade oh, Pokemon on for the original Game Boy. Yeah, and for there the the listeners at home, it's a one of those. It's a Link cable that is. It's turquoise, and it when they came out with the Game Boy Light and the Game the Pocket and the color, it had the smaller port. So this cable has a big port for the original Game Boy and a little port for a little game oh, for like yeah. a color if you've got it. Um, I've got a bunch of NES games. Uh, the first out. one oh, in box. Yeah, some of these are in box and manual in box. Bartman meets pretty, Radioactive Man. Pretty good condition. So much money off of that. Yep, dude. Uh, well, I, I mean, yeah, maybe. <laughs> that <laughs> Doctor Mario that'll that, sell for like I, three, four dollars easily. Oh, sick! I, Check it out. This is and like the boxes are in good condition. Yeah, I know. I'm, most, I was some mine of them might are, get folded. You're gonna see a few of yeah. these that are not in great condition. It's right. it's so hard to keep boxes. I have a I have a I have a couple, uh, but they're Legend not of Zelda. But yeah, oh, the, the like this ni- original yeah, Ninja Turtles box Whoa. Yeah. sucks. That game also sucks. Yeah, yes, that's it the does. original. That's the just first one big shit Ninja Turtles box game. Yeah, yeah that's just NES. a big box of shit. Man, like look at the art is so cool though. I also have Ninja Turtles 2, the arcade game. Okay, now that's pretty good. And the and the bots matches. 
the content of that <laughs> much better. Yeah. Yes. On the back of this uh, first Ninja Turtles game, there's actually a screenshot of the swimming level. They use that as promotion. Yeah. <laughs> they it thought was, that would entice you to buy this so game. It's notoriously it's terrible. It's the worst level yes. in video games. Um, I, you have a Tetris. I have the That's original Tetris wow. in, in box uh, and, of course, manual. I mean, these puppies are, these are so cool. I could look at Tetris. this stuff Me too. for so long. Uh, Look at that purple on the Tetris. I love it's it. Got a bunch of game, a bunch of manuals. The original NES manual, oh, control deck. You have the Top Gun game. <laughs> yes, it's in here. Uh, the original Pokemon manuals. Wow, the trainers got. I, I remember that. Let me see that. Yeah, check the these out if you guys want to check them out. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Do you have two? Because one's for red and blue. One is for yellow. One is for blue. I don't know where the red is. But one is wow. silver. Um, and then this Vegas is Dreams. this is some NES game called Vegas Dream. It's a gambling <laughs> game. I do not remember this game, but it's in box. Oh yes! Oh, never removed from that's the box. one. Yeah, I that's will fine. get rid of at some point. Yeah, you could probably sell that for three, four dollars easily. Um, I have uh, when I had a Nintendo GameCube. I for my birthday oh, one year, those. my yeah, parents got me a little screen oh, to put yeah. on the GameCube that plugs God. into it, so I could play it in so the car. A portable GameCube? Yeah. Yes, basically. What the if you F? if you can pl- have a battery with, source, like, the PlayStation yep. One. You remember that? Yeah, it was just called PS One. The PS One wrapper, yeah. 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 The, not the original PlayStation. This is gonna make me cry. That's but <laughs> for a GameCube. For a game that's cube. I'm gonna yeah. show off. Did Nintendo make this? No, it says Inner at. Interact. You know, the best... uh, It's LCD. Yeah, look at that. Um, Color LCD, even. I have a few more regular or original Nintendo games. So I have this game called Ninja Crusaders, which is kind of like a Ninja Gaiden ripoff. Very Uh, cool. I have the manual for it, too, if you want to check it out. (laughs) Very cool. Why Um, was the art so bad on any of these games? I don't know. Oh, like this one, The Guardian Legend. That's a legitimately good game. The manual of this game is... Like, there's a full backstory to this whole crazy game. Yeah. It's like some... A- yeah, it's an alien thing. And Broderbund made it. Correct me. Oh, wow. Correct me. Maybe. Yeah, Broderbund. And I've got, the, right. yeah. I've got the manual in here, so it explains it. Uh, Super Mario Brothers 2. That's beautiful. Look Check at that. Check this puppy out. Oh. Uh, of course, the original Mario Brothers and Duck Hunt. That's beautiful. Uh, you needed the Dude. track meet, the real track. They used to give these away in the 90s. Yes. It's true. They hated them. I know. Now, you could sell, sell this for three, four bucks easily. It's it's true. Uh, a game that uh, all Nintendo Entertainment System people must have, uh, The Hunt for Red October. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I remember that was on the SNES. It's yes. so weird that like they kept making games for the NES for so long. And another game that I don't know we alluded to because we saw the manual, but also for some reason I have Top Gun. (laughs) It was one of my most hated games on the NES. Yeah, that game sucks. And uh, a game called Hoops, Hoops. which is a basketball game. It has a, there's a story to this. It's like you're the best city basketball player and you go to play at like the, like the city gym and play and to be the best. I can, they will not let me have a membership to our city gym. (laughs) Basketball is your game. Since you were seven, you could outshoot, out hustle, and outplay any of the neighborhood players. But now you have something <laughs> to prove. There's a whole bad story. Yeah, the city's best players have gathered together for the Haas Hoops competition round. It's going to be round ball at its best. <laughs> You're going to have to be at the top of your game to beat these wizards. It's written Wait, by look people who look never... at the people on the cover of this. Everybody, look at the people on the cover of this right the here. Best. They're all dead. Oh, <laughs> awful. Boy. I was going to say the art design of it looks like something that a set designer would put up yes. in like Corey's room in Boy yes. Meets World. Yes. It's yes. like a generic sports kid. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like they're like, yes, we know it's a TV set. <laughs> uh, I have a Majora's Mask in the box. That's beautiful. With, with Look the, at that. With the manual. With um, the manual. The reason I have these are the only four Nintendo 64 boxes I still have, yeah, and the, and I have I don't know why they're the only four, but um the but yeah. Ocarina of Rhyme. Yep. 
uh, Super Mario 64. Oh, I love how I have it the game. stands up off yeah. the... No, that's just this one. And then the Sma- original Smash Bros. Oh, box, oh. too. Yeah. You've kept them in such nice shape. Yeah, yeah so Smash Bros., both Zeldas, and then 64. Collector's Edition. Hurt, are you just jealous as hell and, right now? I'm taking you some. And, and for yeah. the <laughs> listeners at home, I have kept most of my video games with me, so all yeah. this stuff is kind of obscure stuff that I forgot... I really so had. funny because none of this stuff is obscure. At yeah, all. I know. Well, I mean, like just stuff that I put out of my memory. Maybe Vegas Dream, which I do want to turn on immediately. Yeah. Oh, we, we what should. What happens in Vegas Dream stays. Um, oh, there's a Chrono fuck. Trigger, Chrono oh, Trigger DS cart. That's legitimately Dude. a good amount of money. Uh, the yeah. original Mario Kart DS. Uh, uh, yeah, I got that. Of course, I've got that game with How me. How much would you sell this for? Uh. I don't know. Do you? Do I would like just let you easy. borrow at any time, or do you really want one? We this is an, is this want, an off pod conversation? Honestly, <laughs> it is an off pod conversation. I want to own it more than I want to borrow okay. it. If that makes sense. You know what? We might be able to work something out. Oh. Um, the uh, the original Soul Silver. I got this the day it came Look out. Look how cool that is. The it's funny big. thing about this game and the Avengers being in the air is that the day I first watched Iron Man mm-hmm. uh, was the day this game came out. I pre-ordered it at Best Buy. I was in college. There was a fire alarm the night before. It messed up my sleep, and I went to the GameStop, had a coughing attack for some reason. It's just not a thing I have. It just like I was. It was like me feeling trying not to feel self conscious about being at a GameStop at 9 a.m. on a Sunday. Sure, sure, And of sure. course, I draw attention to myself. Um, but anyway, I I love Silver's my favorite game. We That's talked about so Gen Two tight. recently. I love Soul Silver. Lots is big. It looks like it came with the uh, Pote Watfin, right? It did. Yes, it did. Mm. It is um, beautiful. I have a few of my original Game Boy, Game Boy games in here. I have, of course, the original Tetris. Oh, yeah. As we, so you I had this that. on every system. Just, just, so every, just so everybody knows, right now, in my apartment, there are three different copies of Tetris carts. Oh, my gosh. I have a Game Boy cart in my room. There's one there, and there's a that's uh, incredible. An NES one. I have Bugs Bunny Crazy Castle 2. Do you know about this <gasps> yes, game? Yes, I had that amazing. game. Do you remember that? It's mm-hmm. uh, supposed to be really, really Frustrating, good. hard, but yeah. really cool. And then I have Mario Tennis on Game Boy Color. That's a And the rest cool. of my Game Boy games are with me. Yeah. That's cool. I have a few. I love the 90s. Uh, hey, let's look through all of our media. Yes. Like, let's have clear it's, plastic. Well, and you should read. Reading through these things is still so much fun. Like, uh, I'm, I have four players' guides with me. Mm-hmm. The first one I'll show you is the original official guide from the pros of Nintendo Power. The first, the original Pokemon Red and Blue guide. Check this thing out. <laughs> it's in. It's got the original art. It's incredible. But it's Jeez. also fucked up at the back, so be careful at the back of it because it's not in good shape. Um, uh, I have a Zelda Oracle, Oracle of Seasons and Ages right. guide. Do you own this? Yes. Oh, my yeah. God. And this is in really good shape. Yeah. yeah. I've never played this. Uh, I have it. Yeah, I have Oracle of Ages. Yep. Um, are they two completely different games, or are they like Red and Blue? Pokemon Red and Blue. No, I think they're a little more different than that. And I think the only thing that connects is like you get to fight an extra boss, maybe. Mm. Um, and then I also have the original Pokemon Stadium oh, Nintendo sixty four players guide. That thing looks so yeah good slash ugly. And then this is the least cool of all of them because Hell it's the yeah. newest, Hell but yeah. it's a Twilight Princess Wii oh. guide. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Strong love, disagree. Love, that was cool as hell. I love how you're like, this is like not as cool as the other one, or not as old as the other ones, but it's still over a decade. Yeah. I know. Yeah. 2006. I have a few more Nintendo um, entertainment. Like some of the games you saw earlier, like if you want to learn about Top the, Gun again, like nice. Top Gun, Guardian Legend, Ninja Crusaders, here's the story. <laughs> okay. And then the lat, the funny. So there was, there's actually something else in here. 
Yeah. Which my, my for some reason my mom put some old ornaments my grandparents made. <laughs> which which like I think it was her trying to be sentimental because both yeah. of these grandparents ha- at this point have passed away. Aww. So I think and I think it's been a thing she's you know dealt with the last year and a half. Yeah. Losing your parents has got to be tough. Um, but she put some of those in there, which I thought was really sweet. That and then sweet. the last thing in here was a backyard baseball 2001 a computer game tony gwynn baseball card <laughs> which has his art from the from backyard <laughs> baseball wow yeah which that was one of my favorite games growing up that's on great. the computer that's great so this is all this crap in here i oh, just oh he's a real man yeah that's a real he I thought he was a character he, created for the game but no honestly mm, i sit yeah. at the altar of all of this stuff and worship it yes. mikey do you know about the backyard sports games I feel like oh, as a sports man. fan, oh my gosh. So I'm a recent sports fan. Okay, well here's... Just last two, three can years. I, I know we've been you on this. Yeah. I would love one. Yes. Yeah. 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 Could I have a... I'll take whatever. I actually might bounce. Okay, we'll sign you up in a second. All right, cool. Sorry I've kept you on no so problem. long. No problem. No, this is fun. Um, Mikey, just to tell you about Backyard Sports. So it was a, a humongous entertainment. It was this company made these all these sports games. And first it was just the, like these fictional characters who would play like computer... Um, that would be great. Thank you. Uh, these, these, uh, it was a computer like click based sports games, but they were pretty good mm-hmm. and fun. And so, but then that game, Backyard Baseball 2001, was the first one to introduce pro players as kids. So like every <laughs> this is sports babies. So every yeah, so every pro team in uh, Major League Baseball has a player. They did backyard hockey, backyard basketball, backyard football, backyard That's soccer. That's so awesome! And oh my god! I just I know you're a Vikings fan, so I want to tell you about that. Oh yeah, were the Vikings in it? Yeah, in the backyard football, yeah. Oh Dante Culpepper. Uh, <laughs> did you need this? I do. That's the greatest so, thing yeah. I've ever heard. In my life. Um, so thanks for letting me put my stuff all over your Hell yeah. So it was cool. a weird, it felt like a weird yeah. amalgamation of stuff, but I'm so glad I got to share. Well, in light of the news, I mean, this is like the perfect kind of segment that we hear at Video Games and Comedy Show Adore. Um, I love all of this stuff. I wish I owned it all myself, but I'm glad you own it. Thank and you. we'll talk uh, Chrono Trigger. We should. You shouldn't sell it to me. But you know what? I'm just going to tell you right now. Maybe I should. You shouldn't sell it. <laughs> I'm a dirty dog. and uh... Jackie, should I sell it to him? Should I sell him more stuff to put on your shelves? <laughs> just by virtue of that alone, probably not. Um, but hey, thanks so much for, uh, for, for bringing this to us. I, I'm in love with this Soul Silver box. It's cool. You know, a lot of this, a lot of what we're looking at right here, I missed completely. Like the DS generation, I completely missed. Mm-hmm. Um uh, the NES generation, I also miss. Which I was gonna, I was gonna ask you about this. So, I'm an age. <laughs> I'm 31. Mm-hmm. You are 28. Yeah. You have a ton of NES stuff, but I was too young for the NES. It's so because what my, the age? My parents played it when they were like in their mid 20s, and my my parents kept their games and. Uh, and then I, when I grew up, we never had a, cause that's why I like the Super Nintendo classics cause I never had one. Oh. So they just had this and that's all I played until then 64 came out. So that's why. That actually makes mm-hmm. a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. I should have so missed, you were, I you, were you were psyched about all this stuff and this is like all their shit that they kind of. That became mine. Yeah. 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 Ah, amazing. All right. Well, unfortunately we got to sign uh, Mr. Michael Hearn yeah, out of here. Sorry, so let's yeah. give him the old, uh. Michael Hearn. We're about to kill some arms. Salute, and then yeah, you go have a good improv show. I love that you. I love that you only get a salute if you're like leave. If you're leaving the pod, <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you're leaving the pod, you get All a nice right. salute. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Have have a good show, you guys. Thank you. Yeah, of course. You guys enjoy do sex it. machina Fridays, eight p.m. At moving arts sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. Shout out Kenny time. Arthur. Yeah, Kenneth Arthur. 
uh, you're a dream. Thank you for uh, establishing that show. Uh, and as they exit, I'm going to read a quick word from our sponsors before we get started with our main event. Bye. See you guys. Bye. Need saving? Want to call on someone, but the crisis is more of a local variety and not so intergalactic? That's what the super friends are for. Try calling Wendy, Marvin, Wonder Dog, or Scooby-Doo. Let Captain America sleep in today, and fear not, you have Plastic Man and Gleek, the Wonder Twins' pet monkey. Samurai and Apache Chief would (laughs) would fall almost instantly to someone like Thanos, but against Gentleman Ghost? Now that's a match. Super friends, they're bad, but your problem isn't that important, so it works. Uh, and with that, we're going to get into our main event today, which is basically Avengers Endgame came out. Uh, we all saw it, minus Connor. Uh, it, it is a big uh, a cultural touchstone. It's a big wrap-up to something that has, I guess, what would you say, infected uh, our society for Captured so long? Captured the imagination. <laughs> <laughs> yes, your dialogue, your language is a lot more helpful, you I should, think, than mine. You should be like the new Reggie for Disney. Yes, that's what you sounded. I like should just be now. the new Reggie for a lot of companies. Yeah. I oh, would be great at I miss Reggie. Capitalism. I miss Reggie so much. Yeah, uh, sorry to make this Re- about. Reggie. I'd sleep with Reggie. I'm yeah. I miss Reggie too. I miss would. the Bigfoot pizza. I miss mm-hmm. I miss him doing that celebrity death match clay nation <laughs> fight with. A Miyamoto, about, I think. I'm all about kicking ass and making video games. Yeah, he's all about kicking ass and making video games. I work for a company for babies. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Love the guy. Um, but basically, I wanted to do an episode that is sort of like, I felt a lot of nostalgia watching Endgame, and I wanted a nostalgia-heavy episode that was just, it's kind of two-pronged. Our favorite series wrap-ups in video games mm. and our favorite Endgame kind of content uh i found it a lot harder to think of end game content stuff so if you guys have any that's great and if we don't end up getting to it that's fine what do you see as the distinction between like series wrap-ups and end game what would you call an end game content i think end game content is like in super mario world the halloween stuff you know, in Super Mario World, when you like get all of the Rainbow oh. Road, shit, yeah, and then all the villains turn into they turn into Halloween versions Halloween of versions of, them, of themselves. It's it, I would consider that end game content. Gotcha. Cool. So, like fun could cool be moments stuff. in games. Yeah, but but also like uh, that's just one example. I think an, I think probably a better example. I have written down Metroid. That's actually my favorite end game content. And what I'm considering in that content uh, context is. For most of Metroid, you are collecting back the powers you lost, but there's about a good fourth of the end game that is you completely powerful, blowing yes. through enemies, mm-hmm. and that's and what tough I, bosses and tough mm-hmm. bosses. Yeah, I, I was just thinking about because Guacamelee is basically yes uh, a Metroidvania, and mm-hmm. I'm at the point where I've gotten all. I went through the hardest challenges. I got the best powers. And all I have left is the last temple. And it's pretty much going to be over. I was thinking about how great Metroid Prime is. Have Mm -hmm. we finished this game? I I haven't, but you you can talk about it. It it has these 13, like kind of a lot, like really well hidden artifacts you Mm -hmm. need to get to the last boss. Like there's like at the very beginning of the game, you find like a little temple that just has like 13 pillars and you have to find and scan these artifacts. 
And they're really hard to find, and there's some you can only get at the very end. So it really is like you progress through the story and get all the powers, and it's like, all right, now go back, and you can find everything. And it's Mm -hmm. a very cool test of like, Mm. you have all the powers, now you get to use them. It's kind of disappointing in Guacamelee that I got all the powers, and I don't really get to use them. Yeah. That is a... So I would say that's a lame end game Mm -hmm. type of deal where... You get the best sword for the last boss, mm-hmm. and it's like, no, I want to, I want to go back through and beat everyone with the yeah. cool sword. It it just falls short of the fun of the thing you could be doing, right? It's, and like New Game Plus, they try to, they try to help with that issue with New Game Plus stuff. But I don't want to go back through the whole game again. <laughs> like I want, mm-hmm. I want, I kind of want to feel powerful for. But it's a it's a fine line because you can't make you can't make your hero feel super powerful throughout the whole game mm-hmm. or. It's it's a testament to good game design if you can still do that but make it challenging. Yeah. Right. So it's tough, mm-hmm. right? Like it'd be like if like Mar- when Mario gets his star and he's invincible, like playing a whole world. game like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I guess like um, let's start with favorite series wrap ups. Mm-hmm. I have a big list that I've just jotted down here of things that I've thought of. But do you guys have any that that you, that you like? It's hard to think of series wrap-ups Yeah, for, for games. I also found this part of it hard, but too. for me, and because I'd love, I would be totally down to go down the list, a lot yeah. of the stuff I thought of was end video game stuff and also end not video game content was <laughs> yeah. what was coming to mind. Yeah. So I just have a few moments at the end of some games yeah. that made me think of that. But Perfect. nothing, but I'd love well, to hear. Well, because like, like, I'll just throw this out out there Mm -hmm. final fantasy is not a long it's a long-running series but not in the same way that avengers is where it's like all leading to something but each game is its own like avengers where Mm -hmm. you're like assembling your team you're having your disc two which is like avengers two Mm -hmm. and you're having your disc three which is like avengers three and four Mm -hmm. so it's like I would say like the end of Final Fantasy eight or nine or seven or mm-hmm. four or six. Like they're all ve- they're all like beating going to up against Thanos. So I think that's like the perfect like I wouldn't call it a whole series wrap up, but each game the way it wraps up is very it it, it evokes the same nostalgic thing. Final for, Fantasy is the original Avengers for sure, dude. <laughs> it was for sure, but for o- sure older. Hey, are we that, smoking that pot at Denny's right now? Because <laughs> we are, dude. That is real. Uh, yeah, dude. I think that that is like for yeah that is, that that to me evokes the same sort of like we've been through this hard ass journey. We're on our spaceship, mm-hmm. like going towards Sin or whatever the big boss's name is. And uh, I think I think that's because. Uh, Final Fantasy, uh, and this may be, if this is true for all RPGs, maybe, maybe it is, but when I think of Final Fantasy, I do think of, it. they often bring characters from different regions with different backgrounds, and I know that does happen in other RPGs, but uh, it doesn't, I don't know, it feels more Avengers like in Final Fantasy, because it's more specific maybe? Or am I giving, yeah. or am I selling other RPGs short? Mm. As far as the the cast is so different. I think that you're not selling all of their RPGs short, mm-hmm. but like maybe it's like Dragon Quest is similar. Yeah. Where like it is about assembling a team and by the end of the game you use that team to beat the mm-hmm. end boss. And I think that like the, the what makes a good JRPG good or a Western RPG good is like each character is basically a surrogate for like an adventure. Like I can even think of like in Final Fantasy VII, it's like Cloud is like Captain America. Mm-hmm. Barrett is like 
the Hulk. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, uh, 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 who, uh, Tony Stark. Uh, that would be like fucking Jesse Sid. No, maybe Jesse. But I, would say I Sid. don't know very many characters. Sid is the guy who like uh, drives the plane. So that would be like Tony Stark. Uh, Doctor Strange is Red 17 for sure. For sure. For uh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say that like... Uh, um, I don't know many T- other characters. Tifa would be like Black Widow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ares is Quicksilver. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say Ares is sort of like uh, Scarlet Witch. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, whatever. You have, you have, you know yeah. what I mean? Like you could like, basically you want your, your hero type, which is just man, right? <laughs> yeah. White, beautiful white man. <laughs> uh, and then you have your, your brute your technology person, mm-hmm. your mage, you know, you have all these different like care and like it's just D and D it's just D and D. Yeah. So that's why Final Fantasy, I think, works really well for this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I, I will say the game series that I felt had the best wrap-up, even though they continued to make games afterwards, would be Metal Gear. Oh, I didn't even, th- I didn't even have that down. That's perfect. Uh, Metal Gear Solid 4 is the last of that story that yes. started really in Metal Gear on NES and mm-hmm. built to Metal Gear 4. And it did something at the end of Metal Gear 4 that Avengers does that I, I won't spoil specifically. It's mm-hmm. kind of the, the bulk of the movie. But like... I think a good finale has to have a slight bit of going through and kind of remembering where you were. Yeah. Yeah. And so at the end of Metal Gear Solid 4, Snake fights his number one arch rival, Mm -hmm. uh, Ocelot slash Liquid Snake, Mm -hmm. and they have this fist fight on a raised submarine. It's like definitely over the ocean, and it's just them two. Yeah. But like your health bar becomes the Metal Gear Solid 1 health bar, and you have a fist fight with him like you did at the end of Metal Gear Solid 1. Mm -hmm. And then your life bar changes to Metal Gear Solid 2s, and like the gameplay changes slightly. And it is kind of this like going back through and it's like remembering where yeah. we've been and it feels so big. I think that I'm a like sucker for that stuff. It's great. Having snapshots of the journey, I mm, think is yeah. really important. And it has to be both like it has to wrap up. I feel like they all have to wrap up in this way that's like not completely happy. Like there is such loss. Yeah. Like you need to feel the loss. Like mm-hmm. because that's what makes a journey important. It's like what did we lose along the way? Mm-hmm. Honoring that. And then, but like moving forward and ushering in what might be a new generation in Metal Gear Solid's case mm-hmm. is Raiden going crazy <laughs> as a ninja cyborg in the Middle East. I don't know what that, that other game was about, but um, yeah, I, Metal Gear Solid's actually perfect. Like that fourth game is perfect for this mm-hmm. because it is like, it really does feel like, and I've always thought this about MGS4, less of a game, more of like, a present to, to people who are fans of it, you know? There is, I always call this distinction, like, is it a great episode or is it a great season finale? Yeah. Because season finales always have the best moments, but as an episode, it's never like they're telling a story about a character. They're just kind of paying off a lot of interesting things. It's really the best episode the of a season. When yes. you're talking about, oh, community, the season finale is probably not the best episode. Mm-hmm. It's like the paintball episode or whatever. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. always the paintball mm-hmm. ones, yeah. Finally got community on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Finally. Um, so, uh, so, what, 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 but what would you, were you going to just say throughout Final Fantasy or did you have any other, any other like, uh, like favorite wrap up moments from games or? Um, I was, I had a little trouble thinking that like it helped that you opened it up this way yeah. with a topic. So, yeah. Cause so, I also did too. So thank Even you. after opening it yeah. up in my own mind. I think I could have <laughs> thought about it more broadly than I did, but I was thinking about one that came to mind was, I mean, of course, Smash Ultimate feels like that, which I know it's a different to, it's, it's end game in the sense that like, 
it's just about as much as we could ask for as far as it's all literally the games being together. It's like it is like if if Master well, Hand is Thanos. <laughs> did you see the did you see this year it was after it was right before Smash came out where after that big trailer on the final Smash Direct where it was like where they encounter um the enemy Galeen. and like Pit yeah and Pit sees the future and they all few yeah. of them get taken and they basically did uh the Avengers trailer music and voiceover to that Mm -hmm. but then did the smash trailer and i was like oh this is exactly what that is (laughs) yeah and it was incredible it's it's there's so many parallels there because like the hand with the Mm -hmm. snap yeah that's an enemy in smash and then like also like the conceit is all of them are taken except for kirby Mm -hmm. right which is sort of like (laughs) avengers infinity war yeah most of them are taken Uh at the end of that Uh Uh, there is a watch that for the first time recently oh really do you I watched like it on it? Netflix. I did. It's great. Uh, and oh man, I'm not even that attached to the franchise. I've seen about two thirds of yeah. the Avengers movies, which is kind of more than I thought I had. Yeah. But I real yeah. I realized I, watching that again and then Endgame, I am more attached than I thought I was. Yeah. 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 Uh, but uh, McCall, you got any? You got any good favorite favoritist wrap ups? Uh, the other one I was thinking about was uh, Mario Odyssey. Okay. When you get to the darkest side of the moon, mm-hmm. uh, it, it's like dark side and then darker side, whatever the last one is. Yeah. And it's like a gauntlet. And that's another like pretty good example of like, remember where we've been? You're kind of going through all the gameplay mechanics. Yeah. You're tra- taking over the uh, the flying guy from yeah. the lost uh, kingdom and playing him again. <laughs> yeah. The uh, frog. You're like, but then the ending where you're climbing that building and then you hop out of the frog and you're just climbing this really long pole. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cappy is kind of talking. He's like, this was a really good journey. Wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. We really oh. came a long way. I love that. Game. I'm really, I'm really glad we did I this think together. I need to play that game again. It's really good. Oh, that's why I got zero Dawn is so I wouldn't play Zelda again. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Oh yeah, that's also mm-hmm. that's also great. Uh, that's an interesting pick too because I do feel like Mario Odyssey is a game that like if they stopped making Mario games forever, it would make sense after Odyssey. Sure, yeah, it wouldn't have made sense at the end of the Wii, the Wii U one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Sunshine or the Wii. Yeah, he goes on vacation and that's the last we hear of <laughs> Mario. Uh, Purpose is no bigger. Yeah. <laughs> what is he? A twenty-two-year-old college girl? <laughs> he gets arrested, <laughs> and that's his last story. Uh, no, I think that like that Odyssey though is such a, I mean, and they're even like doing it along the whole game is like, is like showing you where Mario's been through yeah. his whole life. Like the Donkey Kong, New Donkey City right. shit. Yeah. It's, it's a good way to highlight how far your characters have come. Like they can yeah. look back at like a 3D Mario looking at a two dimensional <laughs> like Donkey Kong landscape is just like, oh yeah, this is past and present merged. Like, yeah. They've come so far. We've come so far. We're better, newer people. Yeah. But we still remember it. We still mm-hmm. carry with us everything we've gained along the way. It's really powerful. It's good. I'm going to cry. I know. Me too. It's great. Well, but it's like multiple times during Odyssey, I think I did tear up just like with yeah. like, with like b- both songs. Even <laughs> though they're so Japanese and terrible, I cried b- both times. Mm-hmm. When I'm playing as Bowser running through <laughs> the fucking shit. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah, uh, I had a, a couple moments I wanted to talk about. Hell yeah! Um, I f- and I thought about it. I was like, I thought of Ocarina of Time at the very end of the game, where of course you summon all the sages that you've yeah. gathered as an adult, all seven sages, I think, including Zelda, to banish Ganon to the Shadow Realm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, and I was like, well, that's kind of every Zelda 
so, so in a way, not all of them have all the sages show up at the end to help you fight the last boss. But like at the end of Majora's Mask, have we all played this game? I have not beat. I've never finished yeah. Majora's Mask. No. Well, there's there's an, a, there's sort of like a coming together moment at the end of that game too. Um, I Breath of the Wild, yeah. the Guardians. I mean that that's what that's and, my favorite. And the Guardians they're and all like shooting the, beams into Ganon yeah. as soon as you free them. Well, that, yeah. The the Guardians, but also like the heroes. Yeah, like the Goron, the Zora. Um, I can't believe I can't think of their names right. Daruk, whatever. Daruk, mm-hmm. I got think of them later. Daruk, Falco, Falco, yeah. For Daruk and Falco, <laughs> Lucas, <laughs> Lucas, Sean Connery from the Hunt yeah, for Red those October. Those are the four yeah. uh, heroes. In Vegas the- Dream yeah. is there. <laughs> so a lot of Zeldas have that because it's part of the like gather the stone or beat this temple to yeah. get this thing to I, move I on. I will say there's something that. Um, this feels off topic but like pro wrestling is specifically very bad about this. It's mm. this feeling that like everything you see has mattered. Yeah. Every, like the first temple you went in, in the legend of Zelda Ocarina of time, like that's to unlock Saria. So she can be there at the end to help you beat them. Yeah. Pro wrestling is very much like month to month, this wrestler beat this wrestler and then we forget about it and the yeah. next wrestler has to fight another wrestler. It's more like real life. Like the deck, yeah. the deck yeah. tree was like the, the guardian of the forest, and you basically have to kill him to move on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's rough. I love that. I love the way. Oh man, I need to play Ocarina. I wanna. Play. I've talked about this before, and I've seen people tweeting about an idea like this recently. So I just want to claim it and uh-huh. say I thought about it first years ago. Perfect, perfect. But perfect. I wish that I could like Men in Black myself to experience video games and movie and TV, all that stuff. Yeah, just to like feel it for the first time again. Honestly, yeah. you and I are kind of doing that with Final Fantasy VII right now. Yeah, that's yeah. a game that like matters to a lot of people, mm-hmm. and I think, I mean, so far it feels to me like pretty much holds up emotionally. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's cool. I think, yeah, we're kind of getting that now. Mm-hmm. I'm cool. so excited for you guys to get farther in that game because I can tell you both have so much farther to go mm-hmm. in that game, <laughs> and there's so many fun story beats to hit. I should tell you it. where I am later. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I want to hear it. But uh, So I had a couple written down that I kind of want to throw out there. Uh, here's my first one. This is the not-so-controversial one. Uh, let's see if we can recognize it just off of its theme song. Luigi's Mansion. <laughs> This, the trilogy of games that is Luigi's Mansion. <laughs> Honestly, I couldn't pull it from this theme song. I wish I would have vetted the theme song before I played it, but... It's cool. What do you guys think it I like might it. be? Splinter Cell? No. It's not. It feels Halo-y, but it's not Halo. It's not Halo, but it's a Halo. more major. It, it is it's like, like it's like a Halo, and then it's it's that big of a game. Not Gears. Not Gears. Is it Bioshock? Not Bioshock. Am I how am I colder with Bioshock? No, no, no. You're both colder and hotter. Call of Duty. This is Synthy. This is cool. Ooh, this okay. This seems not that good. Uh, Far Cry? No. Yeah, sorry, I meant to say, what's Half Life? <laughs> Half Life? No, 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 no. What is this? I'll just go ahead and say it. It is a game called Mass Effect. Ah, I was so I was right around it. I felt like this is basically the Final Fantasy of space, mm-hmm. right? Um, yes. It's it's got it pulls from Star Wars and Star Trek elements. Basically, it's you. You are Shepard, uh, whose name implies you will be. 
wrangling up a group of <laughs> ragtag uh, bounty hunters, soldiers, yeah. elites to fight against the forces of evil that happen in the galaxy. Has anyone played Mass Effect? No. Okay. It's an Xbox game. It is an Xbox game. It was it was big in the the that the Xbox 360 PS3 generation. Mm-hmm. That's when the trilogy came out. And this is as far as I can remember the the most like cinematic type uh, Avengers one to one that I could I could yeah. pull because basically it's all leading towards uh, Shepard for three games who literally has like died and come back to life between Mass Effect one and two um, and then. Uh, has gathered like such a like a large group of uh, of people to like fight. What ends up being sort of a a lot of people felt to be like a cop out sort of by the end of that game, and, mm-hmm. and to the point where they complained so much. Bioware like put out a patch and amended the ending of the game. Fuck that! It, which is so stupid because if you play the game and you're with it for all three games, like literally nothing would have <laughs> nothing would have been good enough and nothing would have been is that bad as, as a man who loves sense. lost more than anything yeah. like i do <laughs> not handle people mm-hmm. shitting on the entirety of a thing because they don't like the ending mm-hmm. also the ending of lost was beautiful i'm <laughs> so angry about it well basically the ending of mass effect do you guys care if i spoil what happens in mass effect or do you Go guys for it. Play it yeah do it i like uh, pain please it's basically shepherd has to like you're given three options sort of at the end i think you're actually at for if I get this wrong, at me, that's fine. But I think I think in the original iteration, you're given two options, and one is like, one is like, you can sacrifice yourself to save the universe right now, but we're just coming back, basically, mm-hmm. and this will happen again and again and again. Or you can whatever. There's another option. I think like uh, the other one is like, you can, I th- you die no matter what, basically, mm-hmm. as Shepard, and. It's like got this like very like Steven Spielberg ending where you're like face to face with like all of the aliens that are bad have made themselves into like a little image of a kid yeah, that you're sure. that you're talking with, and like the kids like uh yeah you can like yeah you can like sacrifice oh yeah you can oh no no I I know what it is sorry you can either integrate with us ooh and become us that's appealing or we can just wipe all of you out. I think is like the two options you're given. So then they amended that to give you a third option, which is <laughs> you can defeat us. I think it's more of like the, like you have a virus with you mm. and you come in and you can like plant the virus. You still die, but then humanity goes on in this weird direction. Oh, that's an easy choice. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> the other two, the one... that was pain. Did you see me? I put my forehead into yeah. my fist. <laughs> That's how distressed I was. At Mass that... Effect was a game that basically I felt that choice. Was, was proud of make, giving you hard options, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, they they did. And uh, I, I I don't know. I liked I liked the series. I liked where it all led it up to. I I felt like especially by three once EA bought Mass Effect, basically they EA'd all over it, and mm-hmm. it became a lot less like risky and a lot more like generic mm-hmm. but still very good um this one i i had queued up because it's a little bit more controversial let me see if you can uh figure it out by not the theme song but just like uh the quotes stand down stand down i know why you've come false shepherd I see every sin that blackens your soul. I got you. Yeah. You know? Bioshock, baby. 
That was one I was going to guess for the last one. <laughs> Bioshock Infinite. So this is a little bit more of a controversial one I brought up only because it, it wraps up, but when you were considering like the Avengers or Mass Effect or Star Wars, stuff like that, like it wraps up in a different-ish way. Oh, sure. Uh, that is uh, a lot less like rah, rah, go America. I would say it's a lot more like... Uh, Oh wow! Like it, I, I still feel very satisfied by the way this game wrapped. Bioshock up. Infinite specifically, you're yeah, about? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, me yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. I think Bioshock Infinite's ending is gorgeous. Yeah, have I, you played it, Connor? No, is that Xbox exclusive or you can get on the? You, is it on PS now? It's well, it's actually on PS now, but you can also get it on PS4. Like you can just okay. buy like the, the store. Yeah, yeah. Would you ever play it, or do you want yeah. us to spoil it? Um, no, but you can talk. I mean, these games have been out for a while. I've. I'll still enjoy him as much. I think this is also thanks one for that, asking though. I appreciate. Yeah, the... no, for sure. I think this is one that you can talk about freely, and even yeah. if I was a spoiler, yeah. you would ha- even if you you'd have to experience it to truly understand. But we're I, a, I would say we're a go. Bioshock One has like one twist that can be spoiled that kind of ruins the game. Mm-hmm. Bioshock Infinite is sort of like tiny twists throughout. Sure. Like that one major like there isn't one thing I could say that would spoil it so much as it is like. You really go on a journey with these people that is, I think, very beautiful. It has one, Bioshock Infinite, I do want to, before we go too far, say yeah. there is one aspect of that game that is pretty objectively racist and horrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, that is kind of masquerading has, yeah. as woke. <laughs> it's not Oh, great. time has not is been it like a, Are we nice. talking about like a Green Book situation? Or like... Kinda. Yeah. Or like... Okay. I haven't seen Green Book, but yes. I've seen it uh, not by choice, but by... <laughs> I, I went to Orlando in March, and on the way there, some old white guy watched it, and on the way back, two old white guys watched it. <laughs> <laughs> so I've seen Green Book on like on a plane, like pretty much the whole movie. <laughs> uh, so there, uh, there, there is a, there's a commentary I, ostensibly on racism mm-hmm. in this flying city in the sky where uh, all of the black people are servants. And there's an uprising that they have. And uh, they kind of, the game makes them into villains. Like the main hero is just like, wow, violence. It's just, it sure, it makes everybody the same. And it was like, no, those people were being oppressed oh. and their violence was reasonable. That hero didn't get it. He did not get yeah, it. Yeah, basically. Everything when, else in that game yeah. is beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> when, when that the, one specifically. When the subjugated group uprises against their, uh, their fucking abusers. Captors, yeah. Their captors. They, the game pre what the game presupposes is that <laughs> they will treat them the same way they were treated. Thus, it creates a yin yang, mm. and and it's supposed to be like this woke like. Can you believe it? Like it's just slavery were- is all just like one thing, man. <laughs> like it's we just happen to get lucky. It's like it's like that's no, not- that's not right. Like right. that's not how that, that sounds works. like someone trying to convince themselves that. Like because they weren't oppressed, that they would have been sure, right. which like is possible, but it's like, but you didn't go through that. <laughs> so, it's an incredibly sorry. privileged point yeah. of view to have. It also needed like eight more revisions. If you were going to have <laughs> yeah. that take, you needed eight, like a lot more in in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but well, one black person on staff. Yeah. yeah, I have no idea what that staff looked like. But and as. As it is unforgivable, it is a minor part of the game, which mm. n- like is not like the ending of the series right. wrap up of this particular story, which is basically uh, the idea of choice. And so it's like like instead of the theme being like 
good versus evil. It's more like you and choice. Like, what choice do you really have? And uh, it's it's okay. I think I think when what the game lands on is fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, the way it's presented is way more beautiful than I think what it's actually saying yeah. is. If that makes sense. Bioshock again. Bioshock one feels like uh, an academic paper on and mm. Randian. Uh, uh, objectivism and it kind of like makes its points and has again one big moment that's like emotionally satisfying Bioshock Infinite feels like it's going for that it does try to be like we are saying something we're high minded but they have the relationship between the two main characters Booker who you play as and Elizabeth who is Mm -hmm. like your companion there's like I got so captivated by their emotional arc and Elizabeth specifically is like one of the great characters in video games and they like stumble into a beautiful story (laughs) when they are trying to make a point about like a lot of things really about like American exceptionalism Mm -hmm. and uh, uh, race kind Mm -hmm. of like comes in. It's just like the story they end up telling, which you're right is about ultimately choice and how much control we have over our destinies is so powerful. And where the point they get to with those two characters is so interesting and gorgeous. It's really good. And it leaves you with such a, like such a heart. It leaves you in that kind of ambiguous way. where like, we've given you so much information. Now you, now you kind of parse out what you think this Mm -hmm. is. I will say the DLC is what I consider to be the ultimate wrap up Mm. of that story, which is, uh, have you played the burial Mm -hmm. at sea? I think it's also very good and does sort of tie, it ties the first game and the third game back together again in this neat little bow. And it makes Elizabeth, like it finishes Elizabeth's story out mm. to be kind of more profound, I think, than Infinite did on its own. I could, I, it, to me, it felt like the DLC was kind of, like they said one thing with Booker in Bioshock Infinite. Yeah. And then in the DLC, they were like, Man, and the same thing is with Elizabeth. Yeah. <laughs> they kind of like were reiterating the mm. character arc that they went through. Yeah. Uh, which was fine. I think that like you're right. Again, this kind of like world tour through the series, I think, is always important for a good finale. And mm. Bioshock Infinite does a like you don't really know how it connects to Bioshock One until the end. Right. Um and I think I remember in the interviews coming out, like Bioshock One takes place in a city under the sea, and then Bioshock Infinite takes place in a city up in the sky, and a lot of people were saying like why is this even a Bioshock game? Mm-hmm. And I remember Ken Levine, the guy who was like in charge of that game in interviews saying like, you'll see like yeah. You, yeah. Bioshock means a certain thing, but there's like nothing yeah. making it a Bioshock game until the very end when it kind of like pulls it together. And it kind of, I'm, I'm very afraid to talk about specifics. I do think you should play it. Yeah. yeah is it a Steam you know, and Xbox only? I think you should watch it on YouTube. Okay. I could. Yeah. It's like a like could be the next show I watch. It's Bioshock, also the, the incredibly movie? cheap. Just give on me... PSN. It's like a twenty dollar. Oh, it's, on... it's a twenty dollar trilogy oh, on... person. I didn't realize it was there. Yeah. yeah. Great. Yeah. yeah. But... At some point, add it to my huge list. Yeah. <laughs> but I it definitely, but it definitely has that same thing that I feel like you could pull from a Metal Gear Solid game of like, wow, like just the nostalgia of like what we've been through mm-hmm. and how it like. And especially once you get to the end of that game where you're seeing elements of the first game kind of come back into place with mm-hmm. the third game, you're like, oh, geez, like I really have been doing this for three games. <laughs> like, it talks to the player directly in a way that's like, ooh, like, yeah, I've also been here the yeah, whole time. That's really interesting. That kind of makes me think like, what if our developers tr- doing this and will they do it treat games like 
TV shows, like, let's get four games out of this and take these people on a journey. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think, like, Uncharted 4, which is, like, probably my last one on the list, which is, like, mm-hmm. sort of... I don't know if you guys have ever played Uncharted 4. I played the first three, and first Uncharted three. 4, like, I, I will play someday. I yeah. like those games a lot. Uncharted 4 is, like, it should have... <laughs> It's not. It's a quadrilogy. It's really not a trilogy because <laughs> Uncharted Three doesn't end in a definitive way, and obviously they made a fourth one <laughs> with Nathan Drake, and it very much is like, oh, that wraps up Nathan Drake very well. It's mm. it's 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 cool, and it kind of does. Again, not to spoil anything about Endgame, but it has a very Endgamey type ending of like, oh, it's not it's not quite what I thought it mm-hmm. might be. It is it is this it is a more. Uh, a more nuanced, balanced cool. sort of thing. I, wel- um, I welcome that. Yeah, and I think that like Uncharted Four is is, is also is, is kind of like that where it's like yeah. it's like oh this is more like what I it's not what I expected but it's more along the lines of what I expected. Whereas like Bioshock Infinite is just like can we just really quickly talk about how I'm gonna buy a PlayStation Five on day one <laughs> and have <laughs> the yeah. entirety of the PlayStation Four library at my fingertips? It's amazing. Uncharted Four and Horizon Zero Dawn are gonna be launched day oh, games yeah. for me. That's yeah. incredible. That's yeah. You're gonna have yeah, and they're gonna be so cheap. Oh, they're yeah. gonna be they're gonna be like three dollar I mean, games. That game Horizon Zero Dawn came out two years ago, and I got yeah. the complete edition for twenty dollars. Yeah. <laughs> and that and that DLC is like another ten hours yeah. of game. It's oh, so good. I can't believe it's it. It's so good. It's such a great game. Uh, that came out. That had the unfortunate thing of coming out right when Breath of the Wild came the out. Same day. <laughs> and they're both like the same game. Yeah. Um, Breath of and the Wild's a little better, but oh, but hey. But what are hey, you gonna do? What are you gonna do? It's different. Anyways, guys, that's gonna be that's gonna wrap up our uh, our end game slash video game wrap up. Can which we, we didn't really talk about end game stuff at all. Can we take a minute and just kind of think about how far the pod has come? Oh, this is like the end game of pods. We did lose someone in the middle of the pod. We did lose somebody. Which I'm to, sure someone to, to we lose someone in. Endgame, I'm sure at least one someone goes. I think that the, it, the Thanos to this podcast is Spectrum. Yeah. <laughs> the internet. It's true. Um, as we think about how far this pod has come, I would like to play just a little just a little jingle to get us in that headspace proper. Better be the Dawson's Creek song. Nope. Uh, it's pretty awesome. As we look out into the horizon, zero dawn of our own podcast, what will be in the future? What will be on the on the horizon? What what will we discover? What will we learn? Who will we lose? Ari? He seems to be gone. Yeah, he's pretty gone. <laughs> I did see him Monday though. I ran into Ari. Very cool, cool. Very cool. <laughs> Last time I checked, he said, "I just got a lot of stuff on my mind." <laughs> <laughs> Checks out. Um, well, gang, it's been awesome. Uh, let's go ahead and do a round of plugs before we get out of here. Uh, I'm at Ocarina of Crime on Twitter. Uh, I'm at Connor underscore McCabe on Twitter and Instagram. Hell yeah. I'm at Michael McCaller on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, I, I love being on the internet. I'm like, I'm rediscovering Twitter, guys. I'm having a great time. Very cool. All right, guys. Well, have a great uh, safe drive on your way to work. Lovely toads.